At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Yes, I'm R.J. live from Las Vegas, live on a Monday, broadcasting on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. In studio, he's got some interesting takes, let me tell you. <laughs> Steve Fezzik. I mean, this is a guy, he makes a lot of money. Thank God he has these crazy takes because it makes us not be so jealous. Who likes to be jealous? It'd be easy to be jealous of him. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans to know more than their buddies. I'm excited. The last dance, when it's over, you talk about the last dance. Makes sense. Kind of after, if you would have went to a prom, Steve, no proms? I went to the prom. No, you didn't. I didn't say my date liked me or anything. No, I still don't believe You went to the prom. I did. When? 1982. Your, se- your senior year. <laughs> yeah. And had you ever gone on a date with this girl before? No. Was she a lesbian? No, no, nothing wrong with that. Like a lot of times in that era, they would have said, I'll go with this guy that I feel no threat from or whatever. Oh, I think that was accurate. 
Yeah. Now, was she like a type to hang around Dungeons and Dragons? Or was she... How well did you know her? Forget the dating. How well did you know her before the dance? Oh, pretty well. Just we were on the same speech team. Okay. And so she didn't get a date. You didn't get a date. How long before the dance did you decide to go? Like three days? Like a week and a half. Yeah, so it was like she was holding out, holding out, holding out. How long, when did you start asking her? I asked her like 10 days before, and she was like... She said yes right away, or she said, let me, I've got a few more that haven't said no yet. She said yes right away, but I think she was fearful she was going to be an undrafted free agent. She said, you know what, this is probably my best offer. I'm going to have to go with this. Do you know where she is now? No. In L.A. with an entirely different background, Jonas Knox. Well, I actually didn't go to any dances in high school. So. Well, you were too cool. See, there's a difference. No. There's a difference. I was too broke. Uh, <laughs> way too broke out here. But, R.J., on a day here in which it seems like sports are returning sooner rather than later, and not only California, but also New York, what is the Vegas lead here on this Monday? In honor of the greatest basketball player of all time, Let's talk about LeBron James' seven losses in the fight. No, 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 no. MJ, MJ. It took five weeks, but the conclusion of The Last Dance took place last night on ESPN, episodes 9 and 10 for the highly thought-of documentary from ESPN. What did you think, Snarky? Um, I got a little tired of the live tweeting by people in sports media. But you know, you realize you didn't. You're not obligated to watch or read that. Well, I know, but it took me about three episodes before I realized I just got to log off Twitter the last two hours of my show. And what was your sense of the general tenor of the sports media tweets? It was just a race to see who could comment on what everybody was watching first and make sure they get the hashtag in. It so it wasn't so much pro-MJ or pro-LeBron. It was more just want to get their thoughts out there. I, I was surprised how many people didn't know the story already. And that's what it felt like to me. How many people were surprised by many of the details? I've, You and I have talked about this. I think Jordan's the greatest of all time. So none of the details were that surprising to me. Let me clear up the greatest of all time. All right? We'll save hopefully a lot of time, though we know we won't. But I want you to think about this, and I think as you listen to other arguments, you're going to come back to this, and it's going to make a ton of sense. And here it is. Define what it is you mean by the greatest, because it might seem obvious, but let's think of three different things it could be. One is, at his height, it was the best player we've ever seen. So you could make the case a guy... Uh, Gail Sayers is the perfect example, mm. old school football. I never saw him play. It was well before my time, but apparently he played like four and a half years, hurt his knee in a way that you know couldn't be operated on in a healthy way or effective way for rehabilitation. Never, I don't think he ever played again, more or less played effectively. You know, obviously Bo Jackson, and maybe a Bo Jackson would strike you in football that at his height, maybe as good as anyone we've ever seen. Number two would be Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith was never amazing. There was never a thought. I think the case could be made Emmett Smith was never the best running back in the NFL on any given year. I think Barry Sanders would have beat him out a lot of years. Now, was there one year he was or not? I don't know. But for a guy who sits on top of the NFL rushing list, Emmitt Smith had the least amount of years you could imagine being the clearly best player in the NFL. It was about 
accumulating stats, longevity. And if you draft somebody, that's probably the most important. Right? If you're the Steelers and you pick a Big Ben, it's great to think about how Big Ben might be at his height. But it's also important, if not more important, to think he's going to have 15 years of top five in the league quarterback play. Would you rather have that or three years is the best? And then the rest may be out of the league or not good at all. Who knows? And then finally, it was it's about if we're playing Earth or for, for against the aliens for Earth, who do you want to be the captain of the team? They, they come down and say, we want to play some basketball. Now, you're hoping they don't fly or, you know, drop in the ball in from above the basket hovering. But if it was like the stakes are as high as they can get and there's one game to play, who's that guy? You might say, well, RJ, that sounds a little bit like the first or, you know, like the, the, you know, the greatest moment. It's like, no, because some of those great performers that did amazing things weren't clutch performers. They weren't focused. They were focused in a way maybe on an Instagram like moment more than winning. And we've all seen the basketball players that go behind the back when they don't need to go behind the back. And it look when it happens, right? White thunder, white chocolate, <laughs> you know, there's all you know, the, all the different kind of uh let's just say showboating type plays that aren't necessary for winning. Now, sometimes uh, behind the back's necessary, right? And we can all sit and judge it, but we know the guys that are looking for attention, and we know the guys that are looking to win. I would say John Stockton, whatever, wherever you rank him, Stockton's going to be very high when it comes to the accumulated stats because he was consistent for a long, long time. He's going to be mighty high when it comes to wanting to win. My sense was he wanted to win more than anything. And I saw a few videos and radio snippets on Stockton, because obviously he was getting attention in these last couple episodes, that really said this guy might be the best. You know, Magic was like not a point guard, really. He was, but he was so unlike any point guard ever. It was like, well, he was, but he's a different breed. This Stockton guy was the classic point guard. And Isaiah would have been on that list probably, Mark Jackson. But I never got a sense that Stockton was worried about showboating, right? So, to me, those are the categories. Highest height, wanting attention, uh, or let's say highest height, accumulated stats, and winning. Obviously, Michael's not the best at accumulated stats, and the more I've thought about this, and Jonas, I want to hear your thought. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas, with Jonas Knox, Steve Fezzik. To me, LeBron reminds me more of Kareem. The more I think about it, a.k.a. Lou Alcindor. Steve, you familiar? I am. Skyhook? Yes. Goggles? <laughs> yeah. Airplane? In, when he was with Milwaukee and Kareem, I was a, you know three years old or whatever, so I don't remember it. But they talk about his dominant period. And a lot of people remember more the 80s Kareem. And even come 79-80 when Magic's rookie year and they won the first title, there was a sense of that Kareem was secondary. Because if you look at the Lakers' performance... The year before Magic, the year before that, they were, I think one year they missed the playoffs, the other year they were about 500. So Kareem by himself wasn't doing it, 
Magic shows up, they win a title. Okay, so doesn't mean Cream wasn't good in the 80s. It meant he was moving through the 30s and into his 40s at the end. But the fact that he played those years, they made it so his stats were the number one scorer of all time. But there was never a sense, and there's a famous story, that Magic won. They won the first game ever. So it was Magic's rookie year, first game, and there was a last-second shot. Magic hit it. He's running, he's jumping up in the stands, he's doing backflips, maybe not, but you know what I'm saying. And he jumps up into Cream's arms, and Cream says, we got 82 of these, kid, you better relax. So, in a way, Kareem being able to last 30-some years, or, or it seems like 30, a lot of years into his 30s and beyond, makes those counting stats so amazing. But at what point was he... Oh, my gosh, I want him to be the guy. He might have been a great, hey, if you're going to play the Aliens 10 different times in 20 years, you want Kareem on the first draft. But on any given year, Kareem didn't have many of those years that he was the best player. But he had a lot of years that he was the five best, seven best, whatever. LeBron seems to me to have lost a lot of games, meaning finals, where... The idea that MJ, you might say, well, is it better, Joe Montana, is it better not to go to the Super Bowl or to lose the Super Bowl? Would you rather lose earlier? How can that be better? There is a mystique if someone doesn't ever lose when the chips are really down. There is. But you forget about Jordan, and this reinforced it to me. Every year after he busted through, so give him credit. It was Larry Bird. It was those Pistons. But when he busted through, every year that he started with the team, they won the title. That's it. There was three years to start. Started one, started one, started one. Baseball, missed a season, came back with 17 games or whatever. Didn't win. Now, would it have been cool if he won? Yeah. But it shows you, in a way, if he would have won there, it would have been an indictment of the league. There was a young Shaq and a young Penny at that point that were able to beat him. And if you watch the end of this and you saw against Utah, especially those two years, how good the Jazz were on the road or at home, the idea of beating Malone and Stockton was a win. It was not easy to beat them. And it was literally one play here or one play there. But one guy always made those plays. And no one else in the history of the league has ever been that much of a winner once he broke through. And LeBron broke through at a certain point. And since then, he's lost more finals and he's won. There's a difference there. And I got to be honest, I'm so happy I wasn't live wagering back in the late 90s on these <laughs> games. How many times did we see, oh, the Bulls are down 11, Jordan looks exhausted already, Pippen's not 100%. I'm like, oh, they're going to get blown out, and then they go back to win outright. So, Jonas, that idea of Kareem and LeBron, which I haven't really heard before, and that accumulate, where I think they're inversely related. The ability to get so up for every big game that you don't lose means you can't play 20 years like that, that you're going to be like a shooting comet in a way, and you're going to be there and then take two years or a year and a half off, then be there again, then take three years off and try to come back. And finally, he was old enough that he was getting beat, so he played a one year that was okay. Second year, he said, I'm going to do this right. Played 82, scored over 20 points a game, and then he was done. 
that seems like a different breed of player. Yeah, no, it's a different breed. And also your comparison with Emmett Smith, I would I would put it to you this way. Who's had a better career as an NFL player, Walter Payton or Frank Gore? I mean, it's Walter Payton and it's not close. And Frank Gore might pass him on the all-time rushing list. So that's where we have got to do our due diligence to not just look at stats at the end of the day and really put into context somebody's impact on the game and nobody comes close to Jordan. And if the term is impact, then it starts getting into, well, what was the business ramifications? And, you know, where David Stern was obviously very cognizant that Jordan was such a key part of the growth of the NBA. And one of the last things said on the whole doc was there was 80-some countries we were in when he started and 250 when we were done or whatever the numbers were. I think those are generally right. And that's another factor. But I would say this, Frank Gore might have had the better career, but Walter Payton was the better player. Yeah, 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think you could say reasonably, and this is the big windup, you could reasonably say that LeBron had the better career than Michael. Because you could say, okay, three titles versus six. and But now how much does the regular season successes matter? How much does that... 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th year and counting. He'll probably have 20, 22 years. That can't be nothing. It can't be that a season doesn't mean anything if you don't win a title. But I think that a title is probably worth three or four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a debate if you want to say who had the better career. But if you want to debate who the better player is, you're insane. The other one, I would just say Madison Bumgarner and Clayton Kershaw. I mean, just think about those two careers. Some people would argue Madison Bumgarner had had the better career but isn't close to the pitcher that Kershaw is because of the World Series. And it's funny because with Kershaw, there's a sense that he's the better pitcher, but there's a lack of clutch. Yeah. I don't think anyone thinks – I mean, everyone that has a brain thinks Jordan was more clutch than LeBron. But does any – I'm serious. You couldn't think otherwise. (laughs) But it's funny. People all – you know, let's do this. Let's say I'm going to tell you when we come back the most frustrating and, quite frankly, idiotic thing people say about LeBron James. That's coming up next. But first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. 
you know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will continue to take a look back at episodes 9 and 10 of The Last Dance. And I'm going to tell you the craziest LeBron. If you're saying this about LeBron, you're crazy. Great day to listen. <laughs> it might be crazy if you say crazy <laughs> like that. Great day to listen. Fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has doubled in the last year. And... Who's to thank for that? Steve Fezzik, kind of. Jonas, a little bit. You, you are to thank. Thank you so much. Keep spreading the word. You can listen on 225 FSR stations. Right now in Las Vegas on the Strip, 90 degrees. Fez, when's the neon coming on? What's your estimate? 27th. That late? Neon's still off. <laughs> so, RJ, episodes 9 and 10 of The Last Dance finished up last night on ESPN. And so the debate continues, Jordan or LeBron? No, it doesn't. <laughs> the only way that you can do LeBron is if you say accumulated results, regular season points, you know, those Tuesday nights in Utah kind of – or not Portland, those kind of nights – and I, let's, let's be candid. They're meaningful. But when have you ever heard a fan base? Let's think of the teams like a Philadelphia now. Philadelphia has won a good – I mean, for a team that was the Sixers in the toilet for years. They called it the process. It was the toilet. <laughs> they, they have – they've 
won a lot of games. Do you have any sense, Fez, of 76er fans who are contented by how the team's doing? Like, yep, this is what we've been waiting for. We want to make those playoffs, and <laughs> maybe the first round will win. And if we lose in the second, hey, a lot of nice Tuesday nights in Portland. No, there was like a two-month window when they, they were doing very well. Then they lost to Boston as a favorite, and then right back to the process isn't working. And it doesn't matter if the two months or not, if they would have lost in the playoffs. And you could say, oh, the team that beat them, Toronto, they made a shot that was almost impossible. And if they just didn't make that shot, Sixers would have won. And who knows? If Toronto had won the rest of the games, that means the Sixers could have won. Yep. And they didn't. And just like Carl Malone, who was one of the two, I guess, him and Russell, they said, uh, actually, one of the producers over at Dan Patrick tweeted out, the only two people that refused to participate in the last dance was Russell and Carl Malone, which is interesting. They won a lot of games. Right? And maybe in Utah, they're okay with it. Right? Because let's be candid, they're not used to like great sports. And I love how much passion the Jazz haven't had. I mean, it's, a, it's almost like a college team. And, you know, whereas they're so into like Ohio State, you can't walk around Columbus without seeing Ohio State gear. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. It doesn't matter if they won the last game. It is like half the wardrobe of that typical guy. I mean, I went to school there, I promise. And that passion, that, that, that encompassing their life is what Utah seems to have. And when the team lost to Jordan that fans were crushed did you see how despondent everyone looked when Jordan hits all these game-winning shots and they just we go home now now some people might say and that's Steve Fezzik you know a documentary what they do is they just glorify the great and that he missed some of those shots why didn't they show those and it's like okay fair enough but here's what we know Jordan won the first year they won they won and then after that, there were five seasons that Jordan started with the team. And for five seasons, at the end, the last picture of the season was Jordan with a trophy in his hand. So literally, you could, listen, I was around. I was a kid. I was 18 or whatever. When Jordan was losing, there was a lot of talk about, yeah, guy's a showboat. Guy can, you know, he can fly. He's got air underneath him. But when the chips are down, he doesn't win. That was the story. You remember that. Oh, you weren't even a sports fan. It's just a big score. A lot of talk about that. The fact of the matter is that was true. And if he, imagine if Michael had never won a title. If somehow, some way... He was like Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> great Do- example. Dominique was a great player. I mean, him and Bird had that duel that really was something. I remember watching that game. But the fact of the matter was, there was something about Dominique that he couldn't get over the top. Now, if you listen to the pure math guys, they'll say, oh, no, 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 no. That's all random. If anything, and Jonas, tell me what you think, the fact that Michael was so focused on winning that he did things beyond the court. If it was from being a bad guy and controlling along the people, the other teammates, telling him the standard. And when he said it, those people, the new people, they didn't do what I did to get us here. And if we're going to move forward, we're going to do it my way. And if they don't want to, they can find another team. And then when he says something like, you might say I was too hard on him. He goes, I would say you've never won anything. 
And he never asked anyone to do something that he himself did not do. I think that's fair, too. And, I mean, it's a fair statement. So my point is you can hate Jordan Ford if you want, if you've never won anything, for example. But you can't say he didn't affect the winning. You can't say that, that he was just like anyone else. Because it seems to me that his sacrifices for winning, and here's what's interesting as we go to Jonas with it. The same thing that allows LeBron to accumulate those stats are the things that make it hard for MJ or made it hard to play for 20 years. That when you burn that bright, that intense, it burns out quicker. And I mean, even when he was in his, what, 30 years old, he couldn't do it. was too much. It was like, if I have another year, I have to win a fourth. And Imagine it. He had two three-peats and didn't even get a chance for a four-peat each time. That, in a way, is an indictment. That's nothing you would glorify, but it shows you, even MJ, that no one's ever burnt this bright, and he couldn't do it that fourth year in a row, two different times. And in a way, that makes it more amazing what he did. So, Jonas, I know the stats guys are always saying, oh, well, you know, there is no clutch, blah, blah, hot hand theory. Watching this reinforced to me how much Michael did off the court to help them win. Yeah, and your point on how how bright he burned, you can watch the final two, the last season of both championship runs. He looked completely out of gas. Like he he had the pedal to the metal for so long that physically and emotionally he was spent. I watched last night and I said God, I mean, I don't know if they would have had another year in him. If he wanted to come back, I have no idea what he would have looked like because he looked like he was completely out of gas in the in the final season of, of 98. And that was the second time he ran out of gas, which is just, you know, goes to your point. When you burn that hot for so long, sooner or later you're going to burn out. And he did twice. And his uh, athletic trainer, who had made um, – he was the guy that was talking about the pizza. Yeah. Right? And – and we got to talk about that. But he said, and it was fascinating, I actually listened, first time I ever listened to a book on tape. I've never done that before. But I, oh. I figure this is when I can listen in the background. And it was from his trainer. And he was talking about Michael a ton. And this fellow also trained Kobe and Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, he's been with, you know, and he talks about Michael like it's a different breed. Like there's Michael and there's everyone else. And that's probably true, or that's true in my opinion. But... He said that when you are so focused on every decimal point, as in, if I tie my shoes this way, if I put on one pound, if I lose one pound, if I sleep this much, whatever it was he was thinking about, because it wasn't just being a good basketball player, it was him changing his body, where he was a certain body type early on. Later, he put on a bunch of muscle to deal with Detroit. Then he went and played baseball, needed a different kind of body for that. Then he came back to play basketball. And the footage with him and when he was recording his movie Space Jam and his emphasis on this next season, we better be ready. It's like he obviously was very deliberate, Michael, about the way he approached his health, his body. And he goes, when all you're doing is obsessing over that, when you get to be the best... You don't have anyone to compare yourself to. All those years when you were playing against Detroit and they were winning, you could say, I'm going to keep doing this, this, and this because i got to get over the hump. But once you get over the hump, where do you go? You try to repeat. Okay. You try to three-peat. Okay. Now, is, is four-peat important? Yeah, but is that more important than five-peat or six-peat? 
we going out to Bill Russell, 9 out of 11 or whatever. And he says that's the time a guy like this or so few of them will have to quit almost for their own sanity because they got no reference point. They're in that. It's like once you become, and that's funny, as much as any other player you could make the case has had their time in the sun. So Durant and, and the, the Golden State team, they were as good as any team you could say. I think that you, it's fair to say. But there's no one player that you ever thought was even better than LeBron. Like, I, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So now you got LeBron who's losing more finals than he wins. You've got everyone else that can't get better than LeBron. So no one – and forget chasing the ghost of Michael Jordan – so to me, the idea that you get on top when you have Larry Bird saying, I've never seen anyone play. Like, like the guy was in his second year, third year. It was the second year after his injury, he put up 63. And Larry Bird saying, that wasn't Michael Jordan. That was God playing basketball. And imagine a second, imagine Zion <laughs> next season being discussed like that. That's what it was. I can't even fathom that. It'd be a lot of people saying, well, we'll see if he can do it for seven years. You know, a lot of naysayers, and probably rightfully so. And Michael didn't even play his second year till the end. So literally yeah. when Bird said that, he had one full season and like 15 games to end the year. And then the playoffs, they were a below 500 team that year because he didn't play much. And you got Bird saying, I've never seen anyone like that. He was just in a different universe. <laughs> and by 1993, his first retirement, many people in the media said the greatest NBA player in the history of the NBA has just retired. That's only halfway through his championships. And you could make, and you could make the case, and, and I think rightfully so, you could make the case that he would have met the criteria of maybe having the highest height yeah. at that point. But that's the balance. If you're, yeah. you're going to be in between the accumulation of stats, which is LeBron and Kareem, let's say, and the highest height, there's that middle ground, which is this is the biggest winner. He might not have played as many years, but what we know is this. If you want to talk about the way that documentaries edited is the idea that every time he started with a team after learning how to win, after breaking through, and what we're doing by saying it that way is eliminating the one year he came back with 15 games. And it's hard to say if he can come back with 15 games and win it when they actually had a bad supporting cast that year, too. Rodman wasn't there, but Horace Grant was gone. It was the one year they didn't have a good four. I think they had a losing record when he came back. They had a losing record when he came back. And it was a situation where it was a shock that they lost. I remember when Nick Anderson stripped him and it was like you couldn't believe it. And it never happened again. So what part, if you could tell one story to your grandkids, Jonas, what would that one story be from The Last Dance? Oh, God. I would, I would just give an overall, to make people understand how great he was, I would just say, outside of Tom Brady, he's the only athlete that I can think of, maybe George Foreman you could put in there, that had two Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, that's interesting. That is fascinating. Now, Brady, it's funny. I think he's undisputably the GOAT in football. And I don't even put him in the universe of Jordan. And some of it might be because no one player in the NFL who's only playing half the time, he's one out of 11, and he's one out of 22 if you count both sides of the ball. And when you're one out of five, it's just you just – one great player affects things so much. I mean, think about all the great players in the NFL. 
like Megatron, like Barry Santa. They all seem to be Detroit. I don't know. <laughs> but like, like Megatron could have been the best receiver or, well, well, Jerry Rice. But, you know, it's very fair to say Megatron was the third best receiver after Moss and Rice. I think that's reasonable. At his height, didn't even sniff the playoffs or sniff winning anything. I mean, think about OJ. How many Super Bowl? I mean, listen, OJ was a great running back. A lot of people thought Jim Brown and OJ for a long time. Walter Payton, Walter Payton didn't make a Super Bowl till he was like in his what mid thirties. NFL, it's just a, it's a team game. Yeah, doesn't mean a player isn't great. Doesn't mean he wasn't instrumental to the winning. But you put Tom Brady on a crappy team, it doesn't matter. You put MJ in his prime on a crappy team. They probably almost win it. They ju- I mean, I think we saw a crappy team the year he came back with 17 games. I think they, that he was an underdog to win it, but he could have. Yeah. To me, I'm going to tell you the one moment if I was telling the grandkids about MJ, what it would be. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we could have a glimmer of hope when it comes to sports in two key markets. We'll have that for you here 10 minutes from now. First, I want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. And to me, to wrap up, and we'll talk about this tomorrow some, they did a great job in the documentary on the last game, game six in Utah, how they would have been underdogs, Jordan, against Utah in that game seven. If Pippen was out, they would have been. You notice they had the bad beat last night on SportsCenter where they were showing, the, I think it was game four maybe, but it, the line was only Chicago by five and a half. Right. So, I mean, home field's four for the Bulls. You know, they, they were saying the Bulls were one, one, and, you know, one and a half points better. So you game seven at home, Utah was the best home court in the NBA. Utah's probably objectively a three-point favorite. Probably would have been closer to you know one just because of MJ. But that's where we were with 50 seconds left. It was what 95 percent that you know if Utah has the ball at that point, they're up, and there's 50 seconds left. And MJ, I mean, or. Again, it was the Bulls had the ball, had to score to be down one at that point. So they were down three, and they gave MJ the ball, and he just had to score fast. So it was because they wanted two for one, as they were talking about. So he scores like in four seconds. Like you would think they would have done anything to stop him. Put him, no, he just went. Straight. That that was fascinating that they didn't double team Jordan. The thing I saw with Jordan is everything that ever happened. He had a reason it happened. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking about Russell and the way that he moves too fast, and and in the play of the plays ever, he did exactly to exploit that. He said Malone. They ran that set every time the pressure was on, and because Jordan didn't clear, he couldn't see him. Like. This guy was using his brain, as he said. It was almost like he was in the Utah huddle, right? That he knew exactly where that ball was going, and he went and got it. And he took it. It's almost like we always talk about dad mode, is if you're playing your dad and he didn't want you to win, you might be up 9-7 going to 10, and he's going to block you three times and dunk on you or whatever. If you're on an eight-foot hoop, and it's over. It's like MJ, at this advanced age, that was his last play in his prime. He didn't play for three years. And to do that, 
He was the MVP of the NBA Finals the second time he retired. He was the MVP of the Finals the first time he retired. The third time he wasn't. Right? <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, this guy, you could say, hey, maybe MJ should have been able to burn that bright and play 20 years too. And I'd say, who's ever done that? We've had a lot of guys have careers like Emmett Smith. I mean, it's amazing. But we haven't had anyone reach MJ's height and even stay there as long as he did. And I think it should tell you how rare it is. Do we appreciate LeBron? We should. But he's not MJ if we're looking at the highest height. If we're looking at who's going to win with the chips or down. If you're looking at lunch pail, go to work every day and get your points, I'll give it to LeBron. But if you're de- or Kareem, but if you're debating the greatest, I don't think it's a debate. In fact, I personally judge people that think otherwise. <laughs> I mean, just their intellectual heft. That's I mean, no big deal. Well, Jordan literally got poisoned the night before the big game, and his mom's like, "You can't even play," and then he goes out there and just drops forty on Utah and wins the game. He went against his mom to win. <laughs> when we come back, let's talk about sports moving forward. There has been news in California and New York and beyond. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., some good news potentially on the horizon. Both California and New York appear to be ready for the start and return of sports coming up in the next couple of weeks. We didn't tell you about this in show prep, Jonas, but you will be speaking for California today <laughs> to the nation. It, it strikes me, some people have said, and I think there's some merit to it, that California was very sanctimonious. It was very like, here's the way it is, and anyone who thinks otherwise has got it wrong. And then you had the Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, Bill Mars of the world, the guys who tend towards middle of the road, or, you know, I think Carolla, you could say, is towards the right, but Bill Maher, obviously, to the left. A lot of them had uh, the big names in media had a problem with the idea that things were going to be locked down till August. And lo and behold, there's a different announcement coming from California. It felt like if you were so sure that you were right the first time to be that sanctimonious, it's a little quick to be backtracking. What do you think? Yeah, no, it's 100%. I think where it took a turn for the worse for Governor Newsom is when And he for the best for the citizens. Exactly. Is when he announced that, okay, or there, a, a, a leak came out, a report that we're going to be shut down until August. And then right after that, Arizona and Florida both loosened up their restrictions completely. So it just the contrast frustrated everybody even more. And then you had the celebrities and the bigger names start speaking out about it. And as of now, is the assumption still for normal people who aren't getting, you know, uh, essential status that, that the theory is it's like nine or ten more weeks? Um, that's the report. Nothing's been official, but Oof. yeah, it's it, it, it's very very frustrating for many people out here. And I've said this, and we'll, we're going to talk about this because there's no choice. I talk about politics when it affects sports, and I talk about it with no great judgment. I just try to apply my logic because I never, ever dis or agree with any party fully ever, so or even 80%. So I'm a libertarian. I think the government should do what they do best, and people should have freedom unless they're hurting other people. I'm pretty simple. And don't tax all my winnings too much. <laughs> That's all. I, I'll pay my fair share. Let's just all go crazy, right, Faz? Exactly. I mean, having a mansion and a yacht like you is not cheap. No, it's not, especially with no sports going on. Exactly. Oh, I, it feels like you might be hitting, you might be feeling it a little bit. And I guess to me, science, it's just like, and I've said this once, but it bears repeating. It's just like you as a professional NFL guy, Fez. I think you might be the best NFL guy there is, best I've seen, but you hit 55% of the time. 
That feels paradoxical. On one hand, you're the best. On the other hand, you're, you're wrong 45% of the time. I think science typically is going to be right more than anything else, more than anyone else's guess. But science ain't right 100%. It ain't right 90% if it's speculation, as it often is. So I respect science gets the best guess and that if you could pick one way to go, go science. Just don't act like it's coming from God because it's not coming from God. And thus, it's less than 100 percent. And don't act like people are idiots if they disagree with you. They just disagree with the guess, which is a mighty good guess, but they can disagree. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.